Mario and I would like to thank you all for supporting our endeavor. We hope that you enjoy our conversations. It is all for the love of the music. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. What's up? Hey. Yo. Welcome to Who You Got with Mike and Mario. Hi there. He's Mario. I am. And I'm Mike. He is. Thanks for tuning in, taking some time out of your busy schedule to indulge our silliness. That's right. If you don't know, we picked the songs, picked the artists, picked the producers, picked the album. You choose who you think is better for you, not necessarily the best, because it's all relative. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, here we go. I think you're ready. You I look ready. Absolutely. Okay, I'm just going to get right to this. I'm not even going to piddle around. All right. Today, we're doing artist versus artist. Okay. Whew. Well, that's good. That's good? Were you, were you expecting an album versus album again? Uh-huh. I got a little nervous. <laughs> oh. Well, that, I'm I, ready for I'll it. Say that. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah, I don't know. You might, be, you might not be ready for this one. I'm already ready. <laughs> All right. Today's, today's artist. Mm-hmm. Are the spinners? Oh, how dare you! I don't even know what the other band is. Who's the other band? The Commodores. Oh, hell no! What? What? (laughs) (laughs) How you gonna do that? What? I thought long and hard about this one, sir. Oh, how? Oh. Oh, damn. Long and hard. Okay. The Spinners Ooh. versus the Commodores. Oh. <laughs> How dare I? No, How not yet. I? Not yet. I'm like, I, mm. How dare you? There you go. Wow. Damn, that's a good one. You know, my favorite song of all time is in this uh, conversation. When I when I mention the songs, are you gonna say what the song oh, yeah, is? Oh yeah, you gonna know. You don't know. No, you gonna know. <laughs> I don't mean to yell. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not mad at you. We- <laughs> so let me get through this. Let me get through the stuff, and then you can interject. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna uh, sit back. I'm gonna After we- I'm gonna go far away from the microphone. Go ahead on. All right. So this, uh, what I did was a chart timeline, oh, if you wow. would. Wow, we getting into oh shit. Okay. Because I didn't, I didn't know how to pull this one off. I just knew I had to do it. All right. So it goes like this. 1954, Spinners were formed mm-hmm. in Ferndale, Michigan. Yes, they were. All right. The Detroit Spinners. In 1961, the Spinners released their first single entitled, That's What Girls Are Made For. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. In 1963, they left their record label and was signed by Motown. Motown bought out that record label. I don't know if they bought them out just to get the spinners. I don't know, but they definitely got the spinners. That sounds like some Detroit stuff. Some gangster move by Barry Gordy. Uh, 1970, they released It's a Shame. Ah, the greatest song ever made. Written by Stephen Morris Wonder. It's a shame It's a shame the way you hurt me. It's a shame. Just like that? 
that was just that was it. Huh? You just couldn't hold on I to that. I couldn't music. wait for you to say that. <laughs> I love that. You know how much I wanted to. I was at WHPK with Gary, and I wanted to throw a chair straight out the studio window. Every time that song comes out, it reminds me when I lived at Jeffrey Banner, when my mom was alive, my dad was alive, my sister was alive, all my family was around. And so I love that song, man. I love that song. And it's a Stevie Wonder song. Oh. I'm just looking outside because I can't believe you did this. Spin this right to the Commodore. Uh, in 1972, they left Motown. I guess that, that was a one, the one hit. Was that Motown? This is a shame. Their biggest they went hit, to Atlantic yeah. Records. Yeah. All right. All right, so here we go. In 1972, the Spinners released I'll Be Around. That song reached number one on the U.S. R&B chart. It has a hell of a bass line in it, too. Oh, yes. Um, that same year, they released Could It Be I'm Falling In Love. Also reached number one on the U.S. Army chart. Lord, that's a great song, too. 1972, they also released oh, One of a Kind, Never Fair. Felipe Wood. Guess what number that was? I bet it's number one. Number one. You're damn right. Yes, sir. It's the Spinners. 1973, uh -huh. they released Mighty Love. That song reached... <laughs> That's also Number one, one of my favorite US songs Army of China. all time. Once there was a boy and girl. Boy said, I love you so. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Girl said, I never leave you. They grew older and left each other. <laughs> that's the way that's love goes. The way love man, that song is brilliant. Oh, how dare you? I can't. Now I'm, now I'm how daring you? How dare you? <laughs> 1974, the Spinners released Then Came You. Oh, fabulous DIY. That's right. My goodness. And guess where that reached? Number one. Number one, number US one. Army yeah, You're damn right. Uh, same year, 1974, they released, I'm going to say it wrong, then I'm going to say it right. They released It Takes a Fool to Learn mm. in 1974, mm. which is actually entitled, Love, Don't Love Nobody. Mm.
while I'm on that song, make sure that uh, you type in Phil Perry, Love Don't Love Nobody. That's right. He ate that song up. Yeah, man. He, yo, yeah. Yo. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, he did. That's a great song. That's such a great song. That's a, yes. that, not to bring anybody down, that song came out a little bit before my mother passed away. My mother passed away in April, April 6, 1974. That song came out right around that. It came out before that, I believe. And uh, that I, it was hard. At that age, it was hard for me to listen to that song. Like, super hard for me. How about now? No, not so much anymore. I, I, I clearly I still remember it. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, there's a couple other songs in that catalog of the Spinners, in fact, that uh, stylistics the Spinners, a couple other groups that I can I remember being at Jeffrey Manor in my uh, in the basement of my house listening to all that music. I remember all of it, leading up to and shortly after her passing. It was a hard time. It was hard. But, uh, yeah, the spenders. Go on. I'm sorry. That song is great. It is. I love Don't Love Nobody reached number four U.S. R&B charts. Mm-hmm. Um, and 1975, Sadie. Don't you know we love you, sweet Sadie? Place no one above you, sweet Sadie. I really miss you. That was another Sadie. Yeah, it's a great song. That was a testimony. This is a, this is a this is a great group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Sadie reached number seven on US R&B chart. Mm-hmm. Okay, enough of the music for them. They were around long enough to have Conk and a Jerry Curl. Woo. <laughs> 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 <sighs> in 1976, <laughs> the Spinners received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yep. In 2015, the Spinners were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well-deserved honor for a weirdo organization, yes. And in 2017, they were inducted to the Michigan Rock and Roll Legends Hall of Fame. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spinners. Take a breath. Oh, now see now we going into some real situations here. Go on. They even had a song called Funky Situation. Go on. The Commodores. Yep. The Commodores performed in 1968 on the campus of Tuskegee University. Shout out to all the HBCUs and everybody that ever went to one. In 1972, the Commodores signed with Motown. Motown was it. Yep. For sure. All right. Um, In 1975, the Commodores released Slippery When Wet. Mm, that's a good song for, off of a very good album. That, my friend, 
reached number one on the U.S. Army chart. Of course it did. There's a there's a pattern here. Mm-hmm. 1976, Sweet Love. It's a great song. <laughs> Such a good song. Lionel was in his bag. Sweet Love reached number one U.S. R&B charge. 1977. Zoom. <laughs> Well, I won't say it was released because it wasn't released as a single. No, that. However, that's a people song. However, I'm gonna say it's in my top three. Hell yeah, that's a good one. That's easy. Um, the extended, oh. the extended version of that is awesome. Yes, seventy-seven. That album, easy. I'm easy like Sunday. U.S. Army chart and Brick House, same album. Reach number four. Just I cannot believe that number four U.S. Army chart. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Yeah. 1978. The Commodore is released. Three times a lady. <laughs> you once, twice, three times a lady. Can you guess where that reached? I bet it's number one. Bet, my friend, it's number one, US RB chart. Lionel was in his bag. Wow. 1979, one of the saddest songs ever, still. Lionel Richie was in his bag, man. He was pulling it all out. Still released, uh, reached number one U.S. R&B charts. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Uh, I believe the same album, 1979, Sail On. Saying. This is good times never felt so good. This is gonna be tough. <laughs> they made a country song essentially. <laughs> uh and Sail On reached number eight, US R and B charts. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention? I'm sorry. Hmm. 
I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, maybe I edit this or not. In 1977, Felipe Wynn left the spinners. I'm saying that because in 1982, Lionel Richie left the Commodores. He sure did. Neither one of them bands was the same. No, but Lionel, Lionel uh, did some things. Lionel is responsible for a great chunk of American music in the 80s and 90s. A great chunk of He is. I think I'm going to have to find somebody to go up with him because he changed the 80s. He, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't Prince of Michael Jackson, flamboyant, but the music he wrote? He was a singer-songwriter, and he was able to write songs for other people and make them super rich. I mean, ask Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Well, not Dolly. Ask Kenny Rogers. I'll ask Kenny. Ask, ask uh, I mean, hell, it's a bunch of them. But ask Kenny. I'm thinking Dolly Parton because if you were going to do an artist versus artist, I would not be mad at you if you did Dolly Parton versus <laughs> Lionel Richie because they both wrote some amazing songs for other people. Even if it was a Dolly Parton versus... Cause I'm just motherfuckers don't give Dolly Parton her proper credit, man. They don't because they see her as a country artist and that's unfair to her. She's a G. She Dolly Parton was out here writing songs for everybody. Even if they didn't record them until 30 years later, she was writing them 30 years prior. She's a great songwriter. We just be looking at her midsection and her torso. We ain't paying no attention to her brain. It's all right. I'm sure her checks are becoming in. Oh, they do. You better know it. So after Lionel Richie left in 82, mm-hmm. the Commodores went on to write Night Shift. I hear you. Now, yeah, you're making that noise. However, this is their first and only Grammy. Which that is they won a crime. In That's criminal. But you know what? Stevie Wonder was winning all the Grammys uh, in that period, too. So that makes sense. But they, they earned they earned this Grammy. I'm sure it was, it was a um, you did good in the 70s. We forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> now we're reminded of you exactly. again. Here you go. Exactly. Um, okay, 1985, the Commodores were inducted into the Alabama Music Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And in 2003, they were inducted into the Vocal Group Hall of Fame. Ooh. And it is at this point of the show Uh-oh. that I ask you, Mario Smith, yeah. between the Spinners and the Commodores, mm. Mm. who you got? The Commodores. I know I talked all that stuff about the spinners a moment ago. I'm looking into the other camera, not the (laughs) camera that you're in. (laughs) But the cultural impact of the Commodores, when when those albums came out, they were the band I compare them to, or that, yeah, I compare these bands to each other just on how they did what they did. The Commodores and Mint Condition traveled a similar path. They got that audience from all those HBCUs. And all those kids went back into their hometowns and was like, yo, saw this great band. They played at Tuskegee, but they came to Morehouse. They came 
to Alcorn State. You know what I'm saying? They did a whole college just like Mint Condition. And then they got out there and people heard about them and started demanding them on those local radio stations and the Commodores blew up. Aside from Earth, Wind & Fire, another super group, Earth, Wind & Fire, the Commodores, LTD, super groups that that had a fan base that was really, you, you thinking Lakeside in your head only because I said super groups. I'm not talking about Lakeside. Uh, they, had, they had a proper fan base that would go to the edge of the earth for them. When the Commodores came to Chicago, I will never forget this, in the neighborhood, Mike, I was on my block over on Marquette, and a plane flew over, and all these girls went, those are the Commodores up there. They come, because they were playing in Chicago that night. They were so far gone about the Commodores. That's how big they were on the bricks. So I'm saying the Commodores. Now, the Spinners are mega important because they were the bridge in many ways for the Commodores. Their success in the R&B world meant that people like the Commodores would stick because of the quality of their music. It's a shame aside, the Spinners were an amazing uh, vocal group. They had a great stage show, all the choreography, all that. But honestly, if we're being honest, it's the Commodores. I would like to make it the Commodores right before Lionel Richie left and not count the Commodores after, but Night Shift and a couple other songs were very good songs. Um, but clearly the staying power and then dude that played the drums went off and was like, he thought he was Lionel Richie and it got real weird. But Lionel and the Commodores, Felipe Wynn and the Spinners, it's really close. I got the Commodores. It's really close, but I like the comments. Here's that silence again. Wasn't expecting all that logic behind that decision, were you? Of course I was. Uh, of course I was. That's uh, why. That's why you're here. There you I'm go. Not just, I don't even have to say nothing. There you go. There you go. I just say the songs. I could just leave the room. And come yeah. back and <laughs> you would have given an excellent answer. Yeah, I, I, that's my answer. My answer again. I agree. Mm. Two weeks in a row. I agree. I agree. I think hmm, the bigger impact is the Commodores. It's uh, <laughs> and because Zoom means so much to me mm -hmm. for that reason alone. I have to pick the Commodores for that reason alone. Never mind the other plethora of songs that they had. Yeah. With Zoom. I remember going to, we used to go to Michigan, my family, mm -hmm. and we had eight track tapes. So my uncle would put that on and over and over and over and over until we got there. <laughs> and I sang it every time it came on. I sang other songs. When Zoom came on, I was in another world. It's a great song. So. Yes, fantastic. So, that's all I said and all the information that I gave. Mario and I believe, no, no, we choose as Commodores over the Spinners. Yeah. But we cannot understate the greatness of the Spinners. Unbelievably important. I think they're underrated. Super underrated, Mike. I agree with you. They are woefully under underappreciated, not underrated. They're underappreciated. Underappreciated. 
They're underappreciated. Felipe Wynn gets his props because all the other stuff he did with George and George Clinton and, and other people, but they're underappreciated. The Spinners are some badass men. They held it down for a long time. They were it. They held it down. They had rel- You knew if they came up with a song, it was going to be good. It wasn't a question of what kind of hit it was. Even when Felipe Wynn left, mm-hmm. they had hit songs. Hits. Like solid hits. But nothing. That's the Commodores, man. It's the Commodores? Oh, yeah. I would, yeah, yeah. Took me a while to come up with this one. (laughs) Really, really did, but I felt that, I I felt that the spinners deserved some play. Mm -hmm. And why not put it up against the best, right? Why not? All right. Wow. That that was, that was good. See? That was good. It was fun, informative. So, make sure you have some time, just run through some Commodore's greatest hits. Run through the Spinner's greatest hits. Oh, yeah. You will be pleasantly surprised. I know you remember the songs that I say. Like, oh, I remember that. But you should go back and listen to them now in your current mind state. Where you are now, as opposed to where you were back in 1977. Right. Life-changing stuff. Okay. All right. So, as you know, I'm going to post this on Facebook. Um, follow us on where you got Mike and Mario on Facebook and I'll post this on Saturday or Sunday or whatever. Vote. I count your votes. I look at the votes and I add them up and see who won. Uh, do we, what do we say? The people are going to say Commodores, right? For the culture? Yeah, I think I think the Commodores are going to win this one. I, I'd be, I would be surprised if the spinners won. I can appreciate the spinners getting making this very, very hard for people to decide. But the Commodores are going. Okay, the host has spoken. It's been a while. I'm yeah. sorry, I have not made my voice heard. That's all right. The Commodores. Yeah. There See how that works. There you go, Commodores. There you go. Hey. Okay. Uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure that you um, follow us on Podbean. Share this with your friends who love music. Send in the pie bean and Amazon Music. And uh, we will see you. Oh, no. We won't see you anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Got with Mike and Mario. Bye, everybody.